Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Visit manscaped.com and use the promo code WATP20 to get 20% off and free shipping when you order the lawnmower 3.0 or even better, the perfect package 3.0 at manscaped.com. I want to cry so bad, I don't think I can spare the moisture. Episode 251. Welcome to Who Are These Podcasts? White Power. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Nixon Cousins, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that's pro-anti-anti-pro-racism. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who have, should have built a bigger audience before letting his home get destroyed by a natural disaster. It's Doug from <laughs> Who's Right. What's happening, Doug? <laughs> oh, wait, uh, it's still too soon, fucker. You could have made some money on that, man. <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel featuring... The Stuttering John Deepfakes, link to our Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. Just yesterday, we released a new bonus episode. It was a test episode Kevin and I did over five years ago that uh, has never been heard by anyone before. It was never on the internet. Decided to put that up for everyone to uh, goof on. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. I've heard word... We might have both a cow and a chicken on today to read some reviews, so I'm excited about that. But first, we'll be reviewing a podcast called, Yo, Is This Racist? (laughs) This is a suggestion from the great Sea Moose. Doug and I both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show that's hosted by Andrew T. Or is it T or Ty T? I I went with Ty. Andrew Ty and Tawny Newsome. And uh, I'm going to make fun of them for not doing a lot of prep work. I don't even know the names of the fucking hosts. That's not a good start on my part. Basically, I'm going to play a clip that sums up what this show structure is or format. This is a podcast where we listen to your voicemails about the various racisms in your life, (laughs) your friends' lives. And we talk about them sometimes with a special guest or guest. This week, we happen to have a special guest. Yeah, Jason Concepcion is here. What's up? So... You call in or you email them and you say, yo, this person did this thing. Is that racist? And they go, yes, it definitely is. And then they explain, then they explain that everything that people do is based on the race of other people around them. It's a lot of fun. So that may have been the format of how the show started, but I think where they're at now is they talk about things for 20 minutes that nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah. And then they answer one or two voicemails that nobody gives a fuck about. Do you have a clip that maybe sums up the show for you, Doug? I do. It's number 29. All right. It's so evident for us that this is like a white supremacy problem, even even right. when the, the direct perpetrators are maybe not white. Yes. This is uh, a theme throughout this show that every bad behavior by anyone is white supremacy, regardless of who actually perpetrates <laughs> the offense. Yeah, so I don't know if you're familiar with the term echo chamber, but they they <laughs> <laughs> that, they only bring guests on yeah. that hate white people. Yes, yes, I I, uh, 
I noticed there wasn't a lot of people challenging some of these ridiculous notions that they had. <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of debate around whether or not things were racist. It was just very much assumed that, yes, everything they were talking about was racist. Since you went in that direction, Doc, I'm going to get right into it. And I'm going to try to keep this fun and light and not too Anthony Cumia-y with crime stats. But I had to look up some. Because when people are full of shit, you kind of got to point it out. It's one of the things that we do on our show. So these are two Asian guys, and we're in the midst of this terrible tragedy that happened down in Georgia where this white guy went around and shot up three different massage parlors, killing six Asian women. And, of course, it's been widely reported that hate crimes against Asians is way up uh, last year and, and this year. And so it's mostly this episode was mostly these two Asian guys talking about how terrible this all is. I mean, just like... I, I think to me, the thing that was exemplified it is like Andrew Yang being like, oh, yeah, well, shout out to the shout out to the NYPD. Yeah, and well, it's like, yeah, come on. How, yeah how are you going to fight white supremacy? But but but, you know, and, and people are mad at me for for not sort of supporting Andrew Yang. So they're even pissed at Andrew Yang. And what he did, his crime was he supported the NYPD, which in these guys minds is white supremacy. If you support the police in any way, you are a white supremacist. So I listened to two episodes. The one that you're talking about was the second one that I listened to. Yeah. And it it, it made me understand that in this country, there are two schools of thought. There are people that kill Asians because they're yellow. Yeah. And there are people that kill Asians because they hate people that give hand jobs. Right. And, and, and I think in this case, he killed them. My belief is that he killed them because they give hand jobs. Well, I don't want to get into the politics per se, but the shooter said it had nothing to do with a racial motivation. It was all about sex workers, and he had a hang-up on sex and was addicted to it and was trying to rid the world of the evil that is sex working. So didn't you didn't you just get into the politics of it by saying that? <laughs> of course, Doug. Of course. I just want to point out that this is kind of cut and dry. The shooter came out and said what his motivation was, and they're still like, yeah, but he must have hated Asian people. That was obviously, obviously Trump got him to do that. So I wanted to point out because he says, I cannot stand up for Andrew Yang because he was applauding NYPD for stepping up patrols in Chinatown. What the NYPD did was they tried to protect the Asian people. So I looked this up, Doug. I wanted to see. How white is this NYPD, all these uh, white supremacists? <laughs> 46% are white, 29% are Hispanic, 50% are black, and 9% are Asian. So race has nothing to do with racism. And that's going to be a lot of fun as we travel through the rest of the show that makes zero sense. So it, in keeping in line with you talking about the cops, play my clip number 22. This is them referencing the, the sheriff, and it's... Yeah, just play 22. The uh, sheriff's deputy who uh, gave the press conference after the mass shooting in Atlanta was then uh, discovered to have uh, been a fervent supporter of the kind of anti-China, China spread yeah. the flu discourse that is that has uh, amplified uh, the kind of dark energy in the consciousness that has exploded into violence now. Hey, supporter of this <laughs> my goodness what did he do doug i mean if he's a fervent supporter he must be at rally saying we need to kill all the ages what did he do i believe he referenced covid as the china virus he actually had a t-shirt that was some type of parody on like a beer or something it said covid19 and it said imported from china 
but it was C H Y dash N A, which like the wrestler. <laughs> I honestly I don't know what the joke was, and I even Googled to try to figure out. I mean, fuck it, I duck duck goed that shit, and I couldn't figure it out. So I'm not sure what the joke was, but it was a joke shirt. He posted on Facebook. People were laughing in the comments and things. But this proves that Jay Baker is a fervent supporter of this. Oh, one more thing I want to point out. So they're talking about how this hate crimes against Asian people is white supremacy. They mentioned this many times. From Voice of America, only two of the 20 people arrested last year in connection with these attacks in New York City were white. According to the New York Police Department, data analyzed by the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism, 11 were African-Americans, six were white Hispanics, and one was a black Hispanic. Feelings don't care about your facts, pal. I, I agree, and that's that's their truth, and I can't take that away from them. If their truth is black people harming Asians is white supremacy, then then I can't argue that. <laughs> it's like a Simpsons episode. Yes. <laughs> there were a bunch of attacks in San Francisco and others that were, it was, it was not like a... White, white terrorist person. it was yeah. just some it was like yeah. a it was a it was a african-american person or someone else of some other so i'm yeah. like well that's the it, well I having more police lo- yeah looking yeah. out for for that is again not a solution to any of this the yeah. solution is like how do we get these people to lose their jobs and they go right to wanting to get people fired which is always a lot of fun when you're a public person now this guy jason concepcion is the creative director at Crooked Media. He also works for the NBA and does a bunch of things. He's got like 260,000 followers on Twitter. It's a lot of fun when you go around and you're like, look at the way that we solve this and all this problem with the police is we just fire all the white people. I don't understand. He even says it's easy. It's actually tremendously simple what the what the solution is, you know? Yeah, just, just fire all the white people on the police force and we'll no longer have this problem, Doug. I mean, it's so simple. Why, isn't, why haven't people figured this out yet? I am a proponent of firing everybody from their job, regardless of what their job is. <laughs> Anybody that upsets me with, like, so today, Doug from Good Times, uh, Great Movies, sent a tweet out that referenced how many times I say, um. Yeah. He should be fucking fired. Let's fire him. What does he do for yeah. a Let's get him fired. What an asshole. Ruin everybody's life that isn't me. What, what, are, they, what are they thinking? <laughs> In 2018, according to the DOJ, there were 182,000 reports of Asian victims. Of these, the offender was 24% of the time white, 28% of the time black, even though the U.S. population is 62% white and 12% black. Just pointing these things out because it seems like there's a lot of talk about white supremacy, and I don't know that it adds up. I don't know that the facts are really, um, that's coming through on my end. I, I guess moving on, th- this show to me was, it was just really, really bad in that the messaging was bad and the way that they talk is bad. Yeah. Uh, and as you referenced earlier, they do no show prep. Right. Uh, and I, for one, can't stand shows that don't do show prep properly before they get going. <laughs> I know. I know. Anthony's always going, come on, Doug, we got to step up our game. What are we doing? So uh, play number four, I think that's... Uh, a good example of that. Speaking of garbage, you know what's bad? Racism. Racism. Um, Andrew, what's the uh, what's the news that you were gonna surprise me with? I know you have one. I don't actually. <laughs> Speaking of garbage, you know what's bad? Racism. Racism. It's all these people talk about racism. 
and 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 they used it they used it in a way that I've never heard it used before my clip number 5 okay um i'm sure there are lots of things there are lots of racisms happening all over the world <laughs> lots of racisms <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard that before dude that's why you're a white supremacist cuz you don't even know about all these racisms that are happening that that's my white privilege that is. shining through by the way speaking of how much prep these guys do I listened to an episode where they were talking about this Meghan Markle interview with Oprah, which I promise I'm not going to get into on this episode. I just thought it was funny. That that's what they're covering on an entire show. And they start with this. So I did not manage to actually watch the actual interview because I was like, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> ah, I mean, he's, he could probably figure it out from context. His buddy told him what happened. He's fine. He's ready to comment about it. Uh, so I... Don't remember the the female host name. It's a Tawny. Tawny, yeah. So in the episode that I listened to, it's also they're also talking about Meghan Markle. Yeah. Uh, but if you play clip number first number seven, okay. Perspective. I know nothing about the royals. I've never been like a big fan of these people, so I don't care about them. But what I do know is I know Hollywood pretty well at this fucking point, and mm-hmm. we all know people who know Meghan Markle. We know people who are good <laughs> friends with her. We know people who probably don't like her that much and have worked with her. If she was a bully, if she was a, in any way what they're, what they're saying, this news would have flown around town. There you go. <laughs> Open and shut so, case. Yeah, I, I didn't know that I was going to take her seriously when she said she knows people that knows people that knows people that has met <laughs> Meghan Markle. But I looked up her IMDb, yeah. and she was... I mean, this was coming from agency employee number one in the 2019 blockbuster Spies in Disguise. So you know that she knows people in Hollywood. <laughs> well, okay. I do want to point something out here, Doug, because I find this to be funny. They talk about Hollywood a lot and the fact that they're in Hollywood and they have both been in TV shows and done things like that. So you have an Asian guy and a black woman who are both way more successful in the world of entertainment than Doug and myself, who are a couple of white guys, crying about all the racism in this country. Oh, you poor thing. I can't believe how terrible this country is. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Uh, so I, I looked over at their, uh, they reference a lot their premium package that you can sign up for. They don't use Patreon, but it's it's similar. Yeah. And so they, the name of it is, is Yo Is This Racist? And the description is Yo Is This Racist? Podcast tackles tough questions with humor. So they don't reference, they don't tackle any tough questions and they refuse to use humor for the entirety of it. Oh, there is zero humor. Yeah, God. If you, if you jump to number two, it's them promoting their premium package as to why you should sign up and give them money. I am not drinking. I've told you all this before. I'm also on a cleanse, which I will talk about more in the premium show because we don't do that shit here. This is the serious (laughs) show. Yeah. Talking about a cleanse is an example of their fun content. Yeah, if you want to hear about me shitting runny water, <laughs> come over and give me five bucks. Number three is another example yeah. of what they're pushing. That's just way too much fun for me to give out for free. Um, on the premium show, Kevin and I have started doing something we're calling Chicago Corner, where we just reminisce about different meats we miss <laughs> from the Windy City. Wow. <laughs> Can you fucking believe that? <laughs> Who can't relate to that? Meat from the Windy City. <laughs> hey, have you ever had a Chicago sausage? Yeah, I have. It's fine. Okay, okay. put that up as $5 bonus content or something. I want some <laughs> yeah, money I'll, from that I'll conversation. It. The sauerkraut's amazing. All right, that's an episode.
<laughs> We're knocking down the money. <laughs> knocking it down. Oh, boy. Uh, so, number one, they're kicking off the episode, the first episode I listened to, talking about the type of drinks and whatnot that they like. But uh, I think I, I, may, I, I think we may have moved into Campari and soda season. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I remember because last think... year, uh, the first March of the pandemic, uh, we were doing a lot of Campari beverages and a lot of Negronis, I feel like. These are self-important assholes. <laughs> I was just curious how they would transition talking about an Italian liqueur into Old English 800. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, now, Doug, you see what you did there? I do. It's a stereotype. <laughs> and by the way, I want to point out, based on what I've heard from these people, I listened to three different episodes. White supremacy is actually jokes they don't like. So what you just said is an example of white supremacy. Also, there was a mayor who gave a speech and he said he wanted to be tough on crime. And the term tough on crime is right-wing rhetoric, which is also white supremacy. So if you support the police and you want to be tough on crime, you are a white supremacist. Yeah, I've, I've got that here somewhere in my... God damn, normally I can keep up with you, but I lost it. Oh, take your time, buddy. I gotta. Oh, here we go. I'm number, have to number edit out all the ridiculous shit you say anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, which number was it? Twenty-three. Okay. The mayor of St. Gabriel was basically calling for a war on crime, like literally, yeah. like white supremacist yeah. rhetoric, like war on <laughs> right. crime. War on crime is white supremacist <laughs> rhetoric. Do are, you know why? Are black people pro crime? Is that what they're saying? Because that's what they're saying. So I think they're inferring, which I don't agree with this, but these motherfucking racists are inferring that only black people commit crime. <laughs> yeah, right? By the way, you know what's funny? I wanted to look at their Twitter to see what they were up to, and I'm already blocked. I don't know if I was blocked <laughs> years ago. I don't know if they, someone told them that we did the promo, but I don't troll anyone on the internet. I, I literally just use the internet to promote myself, and that's about it. And when people block me, I find that to be hilarious. So number 27 if if you can explain to me what she means when she says this because i i clipped it without even understanding what she was saying i also feel insane about the way that the media has tried to separate these victims womanness from their asianness yeah which is yeah. in no way possible and so the two people she was talking to didn't even question it just yeah well what does it mean i i will tell you what this means because i pulled that same clip and i had a thought about this as I mentioned before, they're talking about these hate crimes on Asians. So the two Asian guys are talking, and the woman was left out of the conversation. The black woman was not allowed to speak on this matter. So she said, well, wait, fuck this. All eight of those victims were women. I'm a woman, so I'm the victim here, too. I should be able to talk. I mean, we're all victims, obviously, but I'm a victim for many reasons. I'm black. I'm a woman. These people were murdered for being women. Therefore, I'm a victim also. Like, okay. Okay, then <laughs> if I enjoy hand jobs, doesn't that make me a victim too? Yes. You should go to jail for that. No, not a, no, I'm a victim. I, I should think get that you should restitution. go to jail for enjoying hand jobs. <laughs> I love the fact that they're talking about, that these people really love getting people fired and getting people canceled. They're talking about, they're on Earwolf, the Earwolf Network which how did this get made is on. We've pointed out how woke that fucking show has become, but still there's enough racism over there that they could get them canceled. The, uh, the best part about Earwolf is that all the engineers and all the producers are great. And if, and, but even if they weren't, if they wanted to ruin us, we could probably ruin the institution of Earwolf right back. So I think mm -hmm. it's just like, a it's just a draw. 
Remember when we used to have the nuclear arms race? And it was like, well, yeah, you can blow us up. We'll blow you up right back. Now it's the cancel culture race. Oh, you want to kick us off your network? We can say some shit about you guys. I get, All right, well, I'll just call a truce on it. Yeah, there's another example of them talking about how hardcore they are or whatever. Number 12 is why they have a problem selling merch. Yeah. I'm just trying my best. Yeah. It's also like hard to convey <laughs> the wild tone of this show on a on a item that you wear or drink out of. Oh, okay. It's not just the fact that the show sucks and they deserve zero audience. Right. They just can't capture the <laughs> essence <laughs> like they'd like to be able to. All right. Well, that makes sense. So when, when you were listening to it, did you, was there any part of the conversation that you just thought, you know what? I, I actually agree with everything that they're saying. No, you know, what's funny. It's funny you say that when I listened to the flat earthers, I agreed with more of what they had to say than these fucking idiots. Flat earthers made more sense than these people who just saw everything through the prism of racism. It was amazing how ridiculous some of their points were. Like we've already pointed out. You don't have to be white to be a white supremacist. You know, you, you just have to be a, a black person who doesn't want crime in their neighborhood, and that makes you a white supremacist. Well, th there was a part in the episode that I listened to that I thought, you know what, this, re this really resonates with me. I agree with what she's saying 100%, my clip number 26. This feels so much harder for me because the experiences are different, and yeah. I understand that, and I think because they are different, it's made me feel like, I, I'm realizing that I have gotten terrifyingly comfortable with the way black people are treated and murdered in this country. I understand it. No, you don't. You host a podcast <laughs> about racism. You're not comfortable with it at all. It's the only thing you talk about. I disagree with that one, Doug. You don't, you're not okay with black people being murdered. In I'm the not okay with that. And I don't think oh, she me is neither. either. Me neither, Carl, and I'm standing <laughs> up against it right now. I want her fired as a way to uh, pay back the blacks or something. All right. You know what? I just realized that what I said to you when I answered your question was incorrect. There were a few things they said that I agreed with. I mean, I think it's fair to say we are less informed than the average person. Hello, exactly. That made sense to me. That seemed about right. Also, this one. We don't know shit about anything. <laughs> Play clip number 24. All right. That, you know, like I, I've been called names all throughout my life as a, yeah. as ha, as every Asian I know. And I think every uh, I think for the most part, people are just like, oh, sorry. Like, that's just a thing we do as kids. Do you know why as kids you make fun of Asian people? Why is that, Doug? Clip number 25. Okay. I knew you'd have an answer. Oh, no more Yankee, my Wanky. The Donga need food. Because <laughs> they're funny. Yes. That's why. Uh, also, I do want to point out, and I, I know that this is not something I'm allowed to point out, but kids make fun of everyone for everything all the time. In fact, adults make fun of me all the time, and I'm a white guy. And the people in my yeah, own I chat are goofing on my appearance as we speak right now. I'm a straight white male, and there's a good chance that if I walk out to my car, the neighborhood kids will throw rocks at me and call me fat ass as I'm walking. Yes, and rightfully so. <laughs> this guy talks about what a tough upbringing he had. Now, this is the Asian guy who grew up in a white neighborhood. Like, I grew up in a white yeah, area, yeah. so it was like this, and I was always very aware that it was like uh, you have to be watchful of anything that can happen and that um, 
you could be called a slur at any given time. Oh my God, you gotta be watchful. You can be called a slur at any given time. Keep a lookout for that. Uh, play clip number 20. All he's trying to say is, I've been quite active on Twitter this week. I think the thing that I've, I have been consistently getting in trouble with is, I, I, I think what, what I, because I, I've been, I've been, I think this week more than ever, I think I, I got a little, a little too nuanced on Twitter, perhaps. They're not good broadcasters. That's for sure. <laughs> that's painfully obvious. Yeah. So they, they also have a, uh, a couple crutch words. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll start with the short one. Number fourteen is them literally not using the word literally correctly. Literally, literally, <laughs> literally, 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 literally. All right, that's a few times there. Okay, so you have two choices. You can number ten is a clip of them using the word like in a sentence. Okay. Yeah, you, know, you have one choice. Play clip okay. 10. <laughs> My mom's a fifth grade teacher and will like her students will like turn on their camera and be like, Miss Bartell, look, I learned how to floss. And then they'll start like dancing. And she's like, That's very nice to me, but we're doing math oh, right God. now. Oh, that's cute. Like, what like race is the person who keeps saying like like he he was yellow as well. Oh, okay. N- Number 13 <laughs> is the like supercut. Beautiful. But it's a minute and 27 seconds long, so I know you don't want to play the whole thing. So oh, I, I most it. certainly do, my friend. Let's hear it. Like, 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 like 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 they've been like 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 yeah like 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 these people are on Earwolf. They're on a major podcasting network. So I I understand that I believe that doing supercuts is not hack, but it's the easy way to make somebody look stupid. Correct. But listening to this episode, which was, le- I think it was about 40 minutes long. Yeah. I, I knew right off the bat that I was going to have to do some just because I, I couldn't ignore it. The funny thing about the word like, Doug, is how short it is. It is one syllable. So when you put together a super clip of the word like, it should not last for a minute and a half for a 40-minute long episode. That's a lot of likes. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I explain things to Doug. He's like, no shit. <laughs> and then the, the, the other one is uh, number 15. 
Yeah. 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 I think that. Uh, yeah. 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 This is Wonderful great. shit. Hi. Right. Yeah. They're very agreeable on this show. There's little one can say that wouldn't be agreed with from these folks. So it's a it's a 40 minute episode. They spend five minutes talking about her shitting on their premium episode, two minutes saying like, a minute a minute saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally it sprinkled around in there and then white people bat. Oh, you forgot the other part of the show. And that is the two sponsors they have on every episode that I heard anyway. Um, so better help is convenient, professional and affordable. We want you to start living a happier life Bullshit. today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Y I T R. So I found this to be very similar to these true crime shows that will have like a home security system as the sponsor. Oh my gosh, everyone's trying to kill you. And by the way, this is brought to you by Home Securities Are Us. These people are explaining that the world is terrible. Everyone's a racist. We're all going to die. And then they're like, do you need help with your mental state? Like, yes. After listening to your show, all of you do. All of you need help with your mental state. So they're talking about how terrible all these tragedies are against the, uh, the Asian people. Then they do these ads. One of them's for honey and honey gets you discounts when you shop online. So she's woman's really excited about that. Oh my God, I'm saving billions of dollars with honey. And then they have to like come back to this really serious conversation and they try to segue it. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah, we're still, we're still talking about just the simmering, evidently constant rage of white men in particular. Right. Um, oh good. Okay. I was having fun for a second talking about getting discounts online using honey. Let's get back to how white people are full of rage at all times. that just want to murder minorities. Thank you. I'm glad that we're doing that. This will be fun. So I'm going to try a test with you. How has this week been with you, Carl? My week's been great. Okay. Number 18 is how their guest answered that same question. Oh, okay. How, how, how has this week struck you? I guess. I mean, it's been very sad and it feels very present, you know, and I think in a way that um, in a way that feels of a piece with the last four years or something like that, you know, certainly uh, uh, that feeling has become more pointed over the last, you know, since 12 months since COVID has come into our lives and the discourse around it has been, you know, objectively and uh, manifestly uh, racist. See, this is why I didn't believe you that you were a victim before, Doug. Victims have to be <laughs> downtrodden all the time. They have to say, oh my God, it's been another tough week. It's so horrible. Why? What happened to you? I, I turned on CNN. It's so terrible. Everything's so doom and gloom. Hey, you know what you could have done is turn off CNN and go live your life. It might have been a good way to avoid that, but just throwing that out there as a possibility. So I, I believe that this is uh, an example of one of the Asian people talking to one of the other Asian people, and they're trying to express how happy they are to see that they're alive, still alive with Asians being gunned down. (laughs) As they are, yeah. Number 17. Okay. Specifically, I feel like Chinese Americans have been sucking Mm -hmm. up a lot of the discourse um, this week, or or like East Asians. Um, 
And yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm really happy, you know, just to see you in general. Also, <laughs> I, I can't believe how much, uh, how nice your camera is. Like the depth of field oh, yeah. on this thing is. You like that? <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a, it's a really nice like Sony 4K camera that we got so that we could record. An Asian person has good electronics? You don't say! First, no. first time ever. <laughs> All right, since you played that, Doug, I want to get into this part because these people are so obsessed with skin color that even the Asian people amongst themselves are racist against each other and are a little bit annoyed with the East Asian people who are more fair-skinned. I think that the highest volume of, like, this is an inside conversation at the very least and, and on some level shut the fuck up. Um, because I, I kind of kept eliding Asians with really like kind of like wealthy East Asians. So then he goes on to say later in the show, and this is the most racist thing I've ever heard in my life. It's troubling to me how much oxygen like East Asians, fair skinned Asians fucking take in this conversation. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> he literally wants people with fairer skin than him to shut the fuck up, even though they're also Asians. And then he says something that... I can't believe this even exists. And it feels like, like, like the movie Crazy Rich Asians was really about like 15 <laughs> Chinese people. Yes. And yet it's still called Asians. It's, it's sort of actively anti-brown Asian within the movie, within the text of the movie. And yet we still just are like, yeah, those are the quote Asians. Well, that's retarded. Doug, there's a billion people in China. 15 of them were featured in this movie, and for some reason, that was racist? I've never seen this movie. I don't understand what's racist about having only Chinese people in a movie about Chinese people. What am I missing here? How, they're still Asian. You can be Chinese. You're Chinese and Asian at the same time. I'm confused. I, I think you forgot the part where he said they were anti-brown Asian. Oh, they're anti-brown? I didn't even know. I've never heard that term before. Brown Asian. I've never, I've never heard about that. The guy later says this. Am I being an asshole? Yes! You're being an asshole. That's that's all these people are that are on here. And yes. everybody that's ever ever been on this show and anybody that will ever come on this show is just a fucking asshole. All right, this is fun, talking about white people. It's like, how many times do you have to tell white people the same basic shit before it's their fault that they don't know it? Mm. Like, So, according to this guy, white people are so dumb. They keep explaining to us that white supremacy has nothing to do with being white. It has everything to do with things that they don't like, like police or whatever fucking nonsense they're against that day. They equate to white supremacy, whether you're white or not. And when I go, well, I don't know that having a strong police force is anything to do with white supremacy. They go, we keep telling you that. What are you fucking stupid? You're not hearing the message. I just disagree. I just think you're an idiot. That's all. It's not white supremacy. The other thing that they referenced a couple times in that episode was if a Chinese person is working in a predominantly white environment, the Chinese people don't necessarily realize that they're not white. Oh, jeez. And, and white people can take that. Number 21. Okay. God forbid we don't focus on each other's races and we just fucking coexist. There's a lot of people, to your point, who are just coming into uh, some kind of uh, dawning of awareness that uh, the white people around them know that they are not white or, and, are, uh, right. and, and could revoke that status in, at, uh, at any given time. These people. It's the most retarded fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, they, they live in a world 
where they're waiting to be a victim. It's like, dude, Asian people are more successful, have a higher uh, education, make more money in this country than white people. And yet they're like, yeah, but we're still the victim. Like, okay, fine. You, you win. <laughs> you win. Because maybe someday, I mean, fuck, if they were talking about internment camps during World War II, I'd be like, yeah, that, that was some shitty shit that happened. That would make more <laughs> yeah, sense. That... This country has been racist against Asian people. They could have pointed that out. But instead they're talking about all this fake shit that doesn't, that isn't real. Yeah. I, this show sucked. This show sucks so bad. All right, I got to play you my favorite clip from this because the logic here is mind-boggling. Well, I mean, just in general, if you have a press conference, I mean, that's that's why like this show, the a thing that we talked about, I talked about on the blog a lot, which is like racists don't get to say whether or not they're racist. Like, right. since when do we put those fuckers in charge of this shit? So that's, I'm just like, if you're ever giving a press conference to say, I'm not racist, um, mm. you're racist. <laughs> like, so doc, according to this logic, if you're accused of being racist, you are a racist. You cannot defend yourself. If you defend yourself. It proves you're a racist. So based on that logic, I'm going to say that Andrew from the show, yo, is this racist is a pedophile. And if Andrew wants to deny that he's a pedophile, then that's going to prove he's a pedophile because that's what a pedophile would do. They would deny it. Andrew is a pedophile based on the fact that anyone who says they're not racist is a racist. I'm using that same logic. Hi, everybody. This is post-production, Carl. And I just want to say that I do not think Andrew is a pedophile. This was just to illustrate a point of how flawed his logic is. Once again, I'm not accusing Andrew of actually being a pedophile. This was just tried to show him that he's a moron more you know what i'm gonna just go with that he's a moron all right back to the show oh boy anything else you want to talk about on here uh so i guess the last thing is they're starting a separate podcast and i think it's going on their premium or whatever number 30 all right i like so any listeners who are sports heads i mean it's cool to go listen to jason's shit because you know he's in the fight with us, man. You don't got to listen to some racist talking about. Sports. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, to like, that's was the pitch for the show. Is that listen, we're going to do all the yeah. things that a sports show does. Uh, we're going to talk about games. We're going to talk about players. We're going to talk about trades and such. But we're going to lean into the conversations that uh, that are at the forefront of sports, but that other places are going to kind of like try and shy away from and try and find an excuse to to not talk about. We're going to talk about it. Oh my God. Is there a ton of racism in sports? Is that the one place where there's not a lot of racism? Can we all agree on that? No, I would say that there is a lot of racism in sports. Please explain this to me, Doug. Uh, when's the la who's the last white boxing champion or the... <laughs> okay. All right. When's the last time you saw a Jewish guy catch a touchdown at the Super Bowl? All right. If you're going to go that angle, then I'm with you on that. Uh, all right. More of the fun, uh, illogic that they come up with. It's so evident for us that this is like a white supremacy problem, even even right. when the the direct perpetrators are maybe not white. It, it, it's like it's like that has been the thing that's been so funny is watching the racists on Twitter ha think they have gotchas with this shit. It's like, well, some of right. the perpetrators are you know whatever, not not white in right. this way, or like he claims this, and it was really like. Distressing. I mean, to me, I think that that maybe also like goes back to this like police thing or like the anti-blackness in Asian communities. You're a stupid dumbass. The guy goes, people on Twitter are pointing out 
that when I'm saying this is white supremacy, that it's actually black people who are, who are beating up Asians. And he goes, that's a fucking stupid argument because I called it white supremacy. So they don't have a gotcha there, you fucking idiots. And then this one I just call projecting. Regarding the um, various perpetrators who were not white terrorists, um, when you send signals out into the world... These were statements from the mouth of the president, people close to him, um, about who is to blame for something. People pick that up. You know, that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. That's on television. That's like on social media. That's everything you read. When you hear that these people are to blame for this, that -hmm. message goes out and people hear it. Says the guy blaming everything on white people. Does he not realize how ironic that is? You know, when you keep saying that one race of people is responsible for all the problems in the world, people are going to get violent against those people. And by the way, everything is white supremacy. Every problem in the world is because of white people. It's like, dude, maybe what the takeaway should be is stop blaming entire races of people on things and maybe base things on the individuals who are the problem. I have a dream. will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. Doug March is here. And the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Obviously, you can't fill out brackets anymore, but there are tons of bets on there on the rest of the college basketball games that are happening. You can bet on the national championship winner or simply look for a player or game props. MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code WATP to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code WATP to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, from tip-off to buzzer, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with live in-game betting. In-game betting, by the way, I don't know if I don't talk about this enough. The game has already started. Let's say you're watching basketball and the favorite's down 10 points. You're like, they're going to come back and win this. They often do. You could actually go in there and bet on that game as it's happening, and you'll get different odds than when the game started. And you can make more money off of the favorite when they come back and win. In-game betting's awesome, is my point. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code WATP. They will match your first deposit up to $1,000. Pretty exciting stuff. All right, real quick, we got to get to this part of the show. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. So Adam Thoreau has been sending in tons of shit. And this one I just had to play because I don't know how we found this show, but it is bonkers. This is the Hey Poopy podcast with... Dave. And Ellen, and this is episode... 112 but it'll always be number two to us and this podcast is about poop but it's also about everything you do with your butthole including yeah. when you're born without one yes we, we have... have a guest that was born without a butthole hey poopy is a show about buttholes <laughs> and they have over 100 episodes don't know how this I guy want you to is put yourself in the position of somebody that was unfortunately born without a butthole, and you go onto a podcast, and that's how they introduce you, <laughs> all happy about it. Speaking of buttholes, this guy <laughs> has never taken a shit in his life. <laughs> how fun! 
Uh, Doug, we're going to do something a little different than usual right now. We're going to bring on a guest. This is Adam Goldstein. Adam Goldstein from adamgoldstein.tv. What's happening, buddy? Hey, what's up, Carl? Can you hear me? I can. Coming in loud and clear. Hey, what's up, Kazaru? How you doing? Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. I'll do a quick setup, and then you can say your piece. So Adam came into my uh, view when he posted a hilarious video where he's interviewing Stuttering John, but not really. And he does like a five-minute long clip where it's just John's reaction shots. Because as we know, John (laughs) will sit in silence for six, seven minutes at a time as his guest prattles on about nonsense and he'll just make faces and act like he's involved in the conversation. So Adam did a brilliant job of taking that footage and then pretending that he was interviewing John. And I guess John didn't like that very much, huh? So yeah, so I mentioned um, stuttering John on my YouTube channel and I was covering his videos and doing reaction videos. And I didn't think it was a big deal. I just figured, whatever, it'd be fun, something to do for the WATP audience. Maybe they'd check it out and think it was funny. Yeah. So I mentioned Heather W. actually jokingly on the interview that you referenced, and he did not like it at all. Mm-hmm. He got really, really mad, and I guess he uh, DMCA'd three. It was actually four of my videos, and I'm still waiting to hear from YouTube now. I actually wrote them a letter, which is available on my website, uh, adamgoldstein.info. So you can check that out. And I wrote an open letter to YouTube and I explained to them basically what John does and how he abuses the DMCA process. He's known for this. Well, I, I, what kind of case does he have on this? I'm as far as I'm concerned, none. But I got a, um, a little bit of an inkling that he supposedly there is um, there is this like I guess the word is that he was trying to get a lawyer to just scare me so that he could shut me up. But. I mean, I'm not going to stop, regardless of what happens with the DMCA thing. If he takes down my YouTube channel, I'm just going to keep putting those shows up on my website. So I'm going to keep making fun of John, and I just hope that people check it out, check out the shows on my website to try to make them funny. But it's just, um, it's one of those things where I'm waiting for YouTube to get back to me now. But I think they should rule in my favor. There's no reason they should take my channel down. It's bullshit. Well, don't you already have two strikes against you? So two of those actually went through. Yeah, and I did dispute them, but uh, it said counter notification rejected for two of them and then for the third one it's like kind of hanging in limbo right now so it kind of sucks because anyone can make a claim against anyone else and then it's on you to prove that this happened to me with tom myers so i posted a video where i was pulling clips from tom myers stand-up comedy and goofing on it and tom Uh dmca'd that video and i fought it and won which was fun but Yeah, because, it, you know, it's obviously fair use for something like that. And he was, I think he was trying to use, because it's on an album, I think he was trying to claim, like, music copyright's very different. You can't clip a right. por- portion of a song and put it in your video. You will be taken down for that. Anyway, I'm really sorry to hear that, that uh, he's going after yeah. you like that. And I can't believe he's not going after our deep fake videos. I know I'm... I know about the revenge of the Sith. I know, and I love the videos where he's dressed up as the cockroach. That is just brilliant. Yeah, uh, it really. I don't is. know producer who did that, Chris. But I, uh, I love it, and you got know that it, costume. Thank you. Yeah, and you know it gets under his skin too. So he's just he's such a thin-skinned individual. It's just ridiculous. So if anybody wants to see the letter that I wrote um, to YouTube, they can check that out on my blog, which is available on my website, and all of the videos that he tried to take down. Those are available on my website as well. So I think some of them are funnier than others, but I think people should definitely check them out. And I definitely want people to hear Heather W's story, too. You know, I'm trying to – I'm hoping to get her on my show 
uh, soon. But I love, thank you so much for having her on and doing the bonus episode. When I heard that she came on, she was coming forward with John again, I just, I thought it was awesome. I was so excited. Yeah, she's interesting. She definitely has an inside perspective on things. In fact, there's a video that I never played and I really should have where John acknowledges that he sent a text asking her for payment so that he could pay his mortgage. And this is really? really funny. I don't know why I've never played this before, but this is great. This is not like an episode of Centering John. This is just him hanging out somewhere in his shitty apartment. And he's got the camera. It's probably his phone. It's like right up in his face. There's no microphone. So I just want to set the scene here a little bit. Here is the truth. Yeah. And it's all documented in my, all in my text, all in my DM, uh, you know, DM very simple she told you know she, she wanted to donate she wanted me to buy you know a new computer i go she wanted him to buy a new computer i'm gonna stop right there john wanted oh a new God. computer and asked somebody to help him out is what happened she wanted me to buy a new computer <laughs> and you never know what he's really spending the money on it's uh, i get the sense that he's really not being honest about what he's spending that money on because it doesn't look like he's putting the money into the show that's for sure that's a good point he's talked about all this stuff he's gonna buy lighting and that phone doohickey so he can take phone calls none of these things are happening a new camera none of it's happening He's got that crappy Radio Shack microphone that looks like a carry. It looks like an old '90s like karaoke microphone. Like I, I spent sixty dollars. Like I'm a nobody. My show is just so starting up right now. Sixty dollars, dude. My microphone, sixty bucks, and it's it's it looks a lot more professional than that thing he's using. And we all know that you just want shit to look professional. It doesn't have to be professional. Just look professional. Yeah. All right, back to the video. Yeah, no. If you wanted sure. me to buy, you know, a new computer, I go. All right. You know, so I bought the computer. And then she said she was, all right, well, yeah, I'll send you the money. I go, all right. I go, well, well my mortgage is coming up, so, you know, can you send it? But it, cause that's because she told me. <laughs> well, hold on, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Doug fell okay, asleep. She, <laughs> she, she, well, I didn't want to be rude. No, she, she wanted me to buy a new computer. Yeah, wow. And I'm like, yeah, my mortgage is coming up. Can you hurry up and send it? <laughs> that, that transition oh to how you get from getting a new computer to him paying his mortgage he you call him a scam artist and to me scam artist implies somebody that has skill in dis right deceiving somebody he's, he doesn't have that this is his defense yeah. good this, point this That's is a good insane point. he's going look at you, you guys think that i was asking her so i could pay my mortgage but i was just asking her for money because i bought a computer that i couldn't afford and then needed to pay my mortgage okay, Coincidentally, okay. What's the my mortgage is due <laughs> all right let's go back to the sorry video. my mortgage is coming up so you know can you said it but it, that's because she told me she was going to pay for the computer. But it doesn't even matter. That's the donation that she wanted to make. You know, what am I going to say? No. Remember, he made a half a million dollars a year for 10 years. And in order to pay his mortgage, he has to have one listener or viewer of his show send him money. He doesn't have enough money saved up to pay his mortgage when it's due unless a listener sends him PayPal. This is where we're at. No, and he's I, like, I don't know why you guys are making fun of me for this. You don't? <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. I know. He really has no excuse. He should have been so much smarter with his money. I mean, it's just like, who do you know that, that would, how many people do you know that made half a million dollars a year? You know what I mean? It's just, it's ridiculous. He's so stupid. But can I pay my mortgage without her paying? Sure. 
Okay. But she wanted to pay for my computer, so that so, you know, <laughs> let's watch. You know, but and it's all. Then she lies saying <laughs> I asked to pay, for her to pay child support. It's all bullshit. You show me any documentation where I said that. All right, time out again. Who cares if it was child support or your mortgage? Either way, it's fucking hilarious that you're begging Heather W for money so that you can pay your bills. It's even worse that it's for stuff like that. He should be able to figure that out on his own. You know what I mean? That's pathetic. Yes. So, Adam, I don't want to be a, a big timer here, but I never made half a million dollars a year, and I could pay his mortgage. Yeah, dude. It's a oh load of bullshit. But, you know, these people can run away with it. You know, go ahead. I paid my child support for the last fucking, what, 10 years. You think I need this fucking crazy fucking lo- This is like a Chris Rock sketch now. The guy wants credit for paying his child support. <laughs> You're supposed to pay your child support. <laughs> you want a medal? <laughs> Lunatic oh, to fucking pay my mortgage and child support. It's ridiculous. You want to hide money from Centering John, just put it in your books. Yeah, or put it under some soap. <laughs> Good as gold. I'm glad you pay. I'll gladly uh, pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Also, how funny is that? That every single comment is good as gold. It's like there's like two people watching <laughs> his show at, any, at all it's, times. It's- it's the same five assholes that moderate his chat. You yep. know what I mean? It's like, what kind of life do those people have? Oh, my God. I don't know, but I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Uh, Adam, <laughs> so people should support you. Your videos are very funny. Check out your blog. Check out what you're sending to YouTube. Give that URL again. Yeah, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. It's yep. Sorry, go ahead. Give that URL again, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, adamgoldstein.info. So I'm going to be doing my shows. I'm going to try to do it every week. Don't really have a set schedule yet, but I'm going to figure that out. So I'm going to do the shows. I'm going to do the blog. I'll keep everybody updated on what's going on. And hopefully YouTube should resolve this. I think I should have my channel restored. It's just, it's completely ridiculous. I agree. And looking forward to having, uh, seeing you with Heather W. That should be a lot of fun. Oh, um, thank you so much. I appreciate that. While you're here though, I think we got a couple clips that we wanted to play yeah. from, from Stuttering John. Uh, Doug, you, you were checking out an episode, right? Yeah, his his most recent episode, he had Bishop Talbert. I don't know if you know who that is. But... I do. So Bishop Talbert Swan, and he spelled it in the description Talbot. He doesn't even spell the fucking name right <laughs> of his guest. But uh, yeah, so this guy is um, he's a African American gentleman who, again, not so fond of white people. Yeah, I, I would I would go so far as to call him a black supremacist. Yeah, supremacist. yeah, okay. I, I think that's about right. Uh, so if if you check out. The bishop's uh, tweet history. You don't have to go far, very far down, and you can find a gem like this. You mayonnaise drippers are doing somersaults to defend a racist cop who described the mass murder of Asian people as a white man having a bad day. <laughs> you mayonnaise like, drippers? I've never heard yes. of mayonnaise. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I like this guy. That's now. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I think I follow this guy anyway, and I did before this, just because I like to know what people like that are thinking. Yeah. Um, so John started off the show by asking him in reference to the Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Asian massacre about gun laws and where we're at now. Number 50. This is not a partisan issue. It's an American issue that will save lives. Congress needs to act, but nobody seems to do anything. Why Bishop? Well, we, we all know all you got to do is follow the money. Um, at the end of the day, the reality is this. Um, the gun lobby is a powerful lobby. Um, 
It's a rich lobby. It throws around money, mostly to Republicans, but to some Democrats as well. And at the end of the day, these politicians are always going to choose politics over people. And so the interest of the lobbyists and those who put money in their coffers is always going to speak louder, even than those who vote for them. Um, and so at the end of the day, that's that's money talking. When when they refuse to do anything about it, that it's a, it's about the almighty dollar. I know. And that is and that's the crazy part about it. You know, I mean, is that it all comes down to money. Right. John had no idea how <laughs> what his thoughts were on this until this guy gave what he considered to be a logical answer. And then John just gloms onto it with, yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. He's half listening. Yeah, too. nice hot take. He, he heard like one buzzword. I was like, oh, yeah, buddy, you stop talking. I just noticed. Yeah, buddy, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, he's terrible off the cuff. When, when I knew the Bishop uh, Talbert guy was going to be on there, I, I understand how, you know, I don't listen to John, but I know how he acts where he basically, he's very malleable. He becomes uh, aligned with whoever the guest is that he has on. Right. So number 51. You know, Atlanta as well with, uh, you know, in Georgia, because this is all like the white privilege with that freaking cop. <laughs> that was like a well thought out uh, statement there. <laughs> you when, when you're talking to people like that, you don't have to be well thought out. That's true. That's a good point. Well, this guy, what I enjoyed about this is there it seemed to be a theme this week because uh, Bishop Swan has a very similar stance on racism as our friends from Yo, Is This Racist? I mean, just he he's just completely clueless and oblivious. And then when they get called out on it, they want to make you the bad guy for bringing up the fact that, hey, man, that was some racist crap that you just said. They play the victim. Yeah, absolutely. Every single time. It's, it's almost, it's not even almost. It's, they are more offended at being called racist than actually being racist. Yep. Yes. John, what kind of answer is that? The guy goes, if you call someone a racist, it means they're definitely racist and they should not be allowed to defend themselves. John's like, yep. I uh, 100% agree with that. Makes perfect sense. What a fun word. I 100% agree with whatever's going to get me super chats. <laughs> right. And uh, by the way, I'm watching this video. And once again, this conversation is been it's it's been done. Um, I, we need to ban assault weapons. And, you know, it's just the same shit that you hear all the time. How are we not getting this done? And I'm watching his chat. And the chat is just people not even paying attention at all. They're just like, hey, what's going on? I don't know. What's up? The one person's in there going like, uh, there's no such thing as an assault rifle. There's no thing as a, it's a semi-automatic. It's not an automatic. That would be an Uzi. And everyone else is just like, hey, what's going on, Mark P? I don't know. What's up? Yeah, he just, he really, it's, it's, he's got like no, he just doesn't know what the hell he's talking about with politics. He should just avoid it. Yeah, he's only doing it for him. the super chat money, like you said. It's working for him, though. He was able to pay his mortgage that one month and uh, he got that new computer. Yeah. Well, when is Hal going to wake up and distance himself? You know what I mean? I can't imagine that Mr. Wokely and all his Hollywood friends really would appreciate the, uh, you know, the way that he's behaving. It's really out of line. It's got to happen soon. So, once again, yeah. last last clip I have is this bishop wants to blame any violence on Asians. They're all trying to spin it that it's all Trump's fault that this is happening. Donald Trump is a racist. Yeah. And Donald Trump, by calling it the China virus, 
even after so many people came out and said, don't do that, it is going to incite violence against Asian Americans. He refused and kept going. It wasn't the China virus. He was calling it the Wuhan flu or my favorite Kung flu. That's what he was saying. It was hilarious. <laughs> we can all agree on that. Yeah, it, it's normal yeah. to to call a disease by from the area from which it came. Ebola, West Nile, gay AIDS. It it's normally <laughs> the San Francisco AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, you got anything else on here, Doug? I got one more stuttering, John. Number fifty-two. Like, let's get to the point, Bishop. And 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 I've been saying this. Uh, and I DM'd you this. Donald Trump and his rhetoric was racist. <laughs> I DM'd you that, Carl. <laughs> I remember I DM'd you that. Remember? Uh, the description of his show now, because it used to be Take Down the Dotard, known as Donald Trump. Now it says, as we continue to defeat Trumpism. So I guess this can go on for as long as possible. If it's just Trumpism, whatever the fuck that is, let's defeat oh, it. Let's God. take it down. All right. Well, Adam, thanks so much for coming on, buddy. And uh, we'll continue to follow you and, and your channel over there. Thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, check out my website, adamgoldstein.info. You can get all the stuff there. And I just want to tell all the listeners right now, sign up for the WATP bonus episodes. I did it, and it's worth it. It is so worth it. I love the crossover episodes with Dick. Just really great job, man. I love it. And I love when Anthony and you do the crossover thing, too. That's great. This guy's making a lot of sense. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Yeah. See <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. All right. Today's show is brought to you by the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, Manscaped. Their precision-engineered tools for your family jewels will help you turn that Kentucky Wildcat in your pants into a South Carolina Gamecock. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for the college basketball fans this month. 20% off and free shipping with the code WATP20 at manscaped.com. It's a great product, the Lawnmower 3.0. It's the best ball trimmer ever. Their trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. In addition, this trimmer comes with an LED light for a more precise shave and is waterproof to make your shower shave clean and easy. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand-new Perfect Package 3.0, which is the MVP of men's grooming kits. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for the Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, is the ultimate defense from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Three things that Doug does on a regular basis, or so I'm told. I don't right know. Right now, I need to get I'm, I'm doing them all right now. Who knows? <laughs> Manscaped threw in... Two free gifts into their perfect package, a pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day, and a travel shed bag to store all your grooming goodies. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WATP20 at manscaped.com. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code WATP20. Be the best ball handler this year with Manscaped. All right, that brings me to another guest that I want to bring on, the host of a show that just recently came on my radar, and that is Sketchy Press. And where is Sketchy? There's, there he is. Let's see if we can get him on here. Sketchy, you there, buddy? Hi, now. Can you hear me? I can. You sound great. 
Good. Sketchy, good, good. I haven't caught your name. Do you have a name or do you keep it anonymous? Uh, my, well, my first name's Patrick. Patrick. All right. Patrick. Because I, I, I listened to a, a few of your shows, and you're going after Brent Hatley pretty hard, which is why I thought it'd be fun to have you on while Doug's here. Because <laughs> Doug and I did the Brent Hatley show not too long ago. And I didn't hear you introduce yourself, so I wasn't sure if you were trying to keep uh, on the DL or not. Uh, no, I mean, not exactly. It's, um, I mean, I'm okay with, you know, sharing my first name and, and whatnot, but, um, okay. actually, address? <laughs> uh, well, Brent Halley actually has it. Um, he has my address. That's right. Cause he sent you a cease and desist. Well, I mean, well, it, I, I first provided it, um, via YouTube, uh, the first time he tried to take down my, my first little joke video. And so I counterclaimed with the YouTube. And when you do that, you have to provide, you know, all your legal information and whatnot. So, uh, you know, he's got it. And it's funny when he gets on the show, he tries to, act, he's like, Oh, I've got all their information. And I was like, dude, I sent you my fucking information. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, yeah, it's like he's such a sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, sketchypress.com wasn't really started to go after Brent Hatley, to be honest with you, but right. it kind of evolved into that. And that's not really what I'm all about, but again, it just, there's so much content there that I just couldn't let it go. Yeah. You seem to think, and I, Doug and I might agree with you. That this Brent Hatley show that he does on Twitch is not very good. Is that true? No, it's it's fucking terrible. And he <laughs> brags about, you know, I've been in the radio industry for 27 years. And okay, cool. But he does a goddamn Twitch show from his kitchen fucking table with his windows open. And he's got like um, live stage mics instead of actual, you know, recording mics. And he... Fluffles around with the microphone all the goddamn time. Hey, I, Can I ask I a question, know. Patrick? <laughs> what are the windows being open have to do with any of this? You're saying that's well, not like a I good mean, studio? Well, you, you, can hear, you can hear shit <laughs> okay. like in the background, and it's just, I don't know. It, it sounds yeah, like shit. If he's using condenser mics, it's picking up all the sounds from outside. Yeah. Right. And probably the sound of his wife's pussy flapping open and closed. <laughs> God. <laughs> Caitlin... <laughs> is really just and and i i don't think brent's great and uh i don't want to rag on him too much you know now that we have a relationship with my friend shuli but uh, brent's not great but caitlin is really is just the worst part of that show bar none she's terrible well you know so i i agree and disagree at the same point because when brent is left by himself he's terrible like he just sits there and stutters when caitlin is by herself, at least she engages and and talks and keeps a conversation going. I think she might be better than him. All she talks about are her tits are in, in her ass, though. That's the only thing. She just, like, reads the chat. She's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get fucked hard tonight. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. All right, you brought a ton of clips here. I don't think we're going to be able to get to all of them, but where do you no, want to start? I just wanted to give you a lot to, you know, I, know, should, pick, I should say this. Pick on your own. What I liked about your show, I, I checked it out. Somebody posted it in Reddit, and I, I went and checked it out. And 
You do a shit ton of research, my friend. You are prepared. You sit there and you play a clip of something that he says on his show, and then you go back to Stern three years ago and go, yeah, but they said this on Howard Stern three years ago. I'm like, how the fuck did he find that? I was very <laughs> impressed with how well put together your show was. It seemed like you put a lot of time into preparing. Well, thank you. My goal is to, you know, I don't, I don't really want to necessarily just, just rib on someone. It's, it's more of a, I don't want to call it, documentary or whatever, but I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to, you know, prove facts basically. You know what I'm saying? It's not hard to prove that Brent sucks at broadcasting. I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it started off on just YouTube stuff and actually I started doing like a deep dive into the, the Bubba, the love sponge, Hulk Hogan, you know, sex tape thing. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, court documents and FBI documents and stuff that, you know, the public doesn't know. And I think a lot of listeners of Bubba and and things that would like to kind of get a deep dive on that. And, but I originally, I, I poked fun at Brent. Listen, I was a subscriber of Brent since day one. I was kind of rooting for the guy. I really was. You want to admit that? And, I'm sorry. You want to admit that? Well, well, it, I mean, it changed. I, mean, I, I was, you know, I'm just, I mean, I'm Josh, look, buddy. I'm not trying to throw you off. You were a fan. You subscribed. You watched the show. You realized it sucked. So you poked fun at it. I get it. I understand. Yeah. And as the, I was actually in chat one day and I called him out uh, for, he was talking about back in his Bubba days when, he would do this spoken word thing uh, when they would go on tour or whatever. And I called him out and I said, Hey, did, did you tell anyone that you stole all your material from Bill Hicks? And he just immediately banned me like completely. <laughs> he wouldn't even just respond to that. No, he didn't respond. He didn't say shit. I mean, he just fucking banned me. And I was like, well, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. So, you know, I, I started poking fun at him and then he, he started sending you know, these YouTube takedowns, which I won and I've won every single, he keeps doing it and I win every single fucking time. And I don't know if you saw the, the JPEG that I sent you of his slip and fall lawyer that sent me this cease and desist. I did. I can read it if you'd like, I was going to wait to play some clips and we can get right into it if you want to. No, but please read it exactly how it's written because it's the most it's it's terribly written for a lawyer. It sure it's is terribly written. It's, Dear Mister Sketchy Press, please be advised that the undersigned has been retained by Brent Hatley, Caitlin Hatley, and Devil Horns Production LLC concerning your violations of DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, along with your defamatory posts on Reddit. As I'm sure you're are aware, you're are aware, the DMCA protects my clients and their content from being used and posted on the internet. We have been advised by you, Space Tube, of your email address and have copies of all the unauthorized <laughs> posts of Caitlin Hatley's pictures, which are subscription based and not authorized to be posted on you, Space Tube, by you or anyone else. <laughs> You have also posted videos of their subscription-based show on you, Space Tube, which is unauthorized, and both are clear 
all caps, violations of DMCA. Please accept this as a formal demand to immediately cease and desist posting any of my clients, no apostrophe, intellectual property. <laughs> you are to immediately remove any and all posts, any and all posts. Uh, furthermore, two words, you are to immediately cease, capital C, defaming both Brent and Caitlin Hatley, and you are to remove all offending posts. My clients will agree in exchange for the above not to pursue any legal action against you. Upon receipt of this letter, please immediately advise us how you would like to proceed. Very truly yours, James L. Magazine. Can I say what his name is? It's fine, right? Uh, you just did. I mean, yeah, I posted it on Reddit because, I mean, there's no commas. And he's, it's, it, again, it's just, it's, well, it's terrible. Also, at the it, very bottom says, sent from my iPad. Which is something yeah. I used to see in 2010. <laughs> right. Thank you for I'm using like, fiber.com. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, dude, if you're going to send me a fucking legal letter, you know, make it to where I have to sign for it and shit, you know, make it legal. Well, you fucking a, idiot. It's a cease and desist. It's fine. These oh, things, no. and they just I actually called, I actually called the attorney because I thought, I was like, there's no way an attorney actually sent this. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe it was a spoof email. I yeah. actually called the guy and I was like, did you send this? And he goes, yeah, that came from me. And I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. I'm surprised You're it an wasn't, idiot. I'm surprised the phone number wasn't to a nail salon with the attorney hanging out in the back room. It's <laughs> <laughs> a better call Sala reference. Yeah, thank you. Thank but, you. but, you know, Brent doesn't understand fair use. And in a couple of those clips that I provided, like he, he thinks he does, but he doesn't. And, all right, let's, let's hit it. What do you got? Uh, so you've got the, the Dropbox that I sent you, right? I got them all ready to go, buddy. All right, go for it. Just, hey, you pick. Let's go. I didn't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard you my show before, sir? I'm sorry. I'm no, that's sorry. all right. I, if you pull clips, then you're telling the story. So go ahead. Hey, Carl, he, he just made my next appearance on here a lot easier. <laughs> I sent you a bunch of shit. Play it. Okay. <laughs> well, no, right, I, how about I, this? I apologize. I, how about I, episode, I thought... episode three, Brent Talks Fair Use. How about that? Is that a good place to start? Yeah, let's go there. Okay. All that will be answered in, in court. I turned it over to attorneys. Yeah, but I don't I, care at this point. But I will say this. There is no fair use when it comes to sub subscription-based programs. Correct. I love – here's the problem with what goes on. <sighs> In the modern world, you have a bunch of people that have heard terms on the air that think that they know what they mean, and they don't know what they mean. They have no idea. Fair use only, only, only applies to over-the-air subscription-based things. Like if some, if it's the New York uh, Post or the Wall Street Journal is behind a paywall, or if um, you have to subscribe to HBO to watch one of their shows, you can't just go post one of HBO's shows up on, on YouTube. All right. Do you want to... Do you have a comment on this, Patrick? I, I do actually, because I, you know, I, I, I don't post his actual show. I make commentary on segments. Correct. And... So he's wrong about this, from what I know, and I am not an attorney. But fair use is it, it doesn't have to be something that is free. It has nothing to do with anything, to be honest with you. Because if you wanted to review a movie that's out, like a movie costs money to see, but you can still pull clips from it and review it, that's part of the fair use clause. Exactly, so and as, lo as long as you don't use, like, the quote-unquote heart of the the media, you know, like if there's a cliffhanger or something, you don't want to give that away, but if you make comments on, you know, segments of well, it. Well, what you're explaining here is you have to make a 
transformative. So the idea is you're not taking his content and putting it out as your own. You're putting out your own content because you're providing context and commentary to what they're doing, which is what you, I've listened to your show. It's what you, it's what I do. It's what you do. So they're absolutely. Full of shit like All right. Yeah. They're completely full of shit. I provided you some, some different stuff. I mean, just, I didn't know if you wanted gross or funny. Um, <laughs> there's one where, where, uh, I think it's, uh, Caitlin spreads butt and talks farts taking pictures where I, uh, you know, spread my butt treaks and I was doing it by myself with my, my like photo stand thing I use and not with Brent. So I'm like trying to get the right angle and spreading my butt treaks. So I don't ever do that. Like, I don't know anybody who just like bends over and spreads their butt treaks like just for no reason, right? <laughs> right? Even when you're getting pounded in the butt, you don't need to spread your butt treaks open. Right. You don't have to spread the butthole, you know? <laughs> what the so, fuck? Right. There's so no R did, in cheeks. Like, oh, that's weird. Like air just goes. So I want to point out because I, I was a Howard Stern fan that that's a reference to the Howard Stern show that they pronounce. Yeah, the it's a uh, right. it's Ronnie, Ronnie style. Ronnie did that one time, and so they that's how what they do. A lot of these yeah. things that they say are references to Bubba and Howard Stern that you're supposed to. That's know. all he's got. I well, it's <laughs> a good point. Okay. <laughs> like air just goes in there. So I figured it out. Like I haven't had any uh, vagina farts today or anything like that, but I think <laughs> somehow the chicks who are, who maybe you know have that <laughs> noise that comes out of the vagina, yeah, for some reason maybe they're spreading their butt treaks too much. Like maybe if they wipe, maybe they're 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 spreading the butthole open too much. Because as she soon as so I did that, gross. I swear to God, it felt like <laughs> air went in, and I was like. Well, this is interesting, and maybe this is what causes vagina farts. There's so she's so unsexy in every single way. The way she talks, what she says while she's talking, the way she looks, her posture, everything about her is a turnoff to me. You know, um, they often talk about on their show about you know people calling her fat and this and that. I'll tell you what, before she was on this you know Twitch show with Brent. She, like, physically, I don't find her unattractive. I don't find her really attractive either. But just listening to her talk and her, I mean, that makes her just disgusting. I mean, yeah, she's, she's... She's fucking trash. She's, she's trash. disgusting. Yeah, Stormy yeah. says it best here when he says, these are fucking Walmart people. Yes, <laughs> that's a great way to describe <laughs> Brett and Caitlin. They're Walmart people. Um... Yeah, I mean, they're just, uh, yeah, they're just delusional and they're paranoid. They they think that like people are trying to physically harm them and shit, and they they always they're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy more guns. People are physically attack or trying to trying to attack us, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I mean, like, and and speaking of uh, you know, the callback to. Uh, kind of the stern stuff. Uh, one of the clips where uh, Brent contradicts his military experience. Okay. Do you have any confirmed? No, none confirmed. Uh, but I did fire my weapon in combat, but none, nobody confirmed as a kill. Could be, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, fair enough. You fired your weapon, but... I do want to play a clip from 2016, um, May 18th of 2016, to be exact. 
when Mr. Hatley was in studio, when he was working for, for, for Stern, um, he was in studio going over a few things and, uh, they, they get into, they, the subject turns to, to his military experience. And this is how the conversation kind of gets started. Oh yeah, you were in the military. I was in the Marines. Where, 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 what the fuck? What the fuck did you do again? So uh, they take we take helicopters still to this day, and we patrol the DMZ, the demilitarized right. de, de, de zone. Did you kill anyone? In back all the way back in '91. Nice. No kidding. Does it haunt you, or are you happy? About it, it? No, uh, it's uh, it's terrible. Oh really? It's terrible. I hate even bringing it up. But it is sort of, man, I wouldn't fuck with you. It's terrible. It's a terrible feeling. You, you mean you were in actual combat? Yeah, I was in a helicopter and they were on the ground, so. Yeah, that's odd because mostly military people don't like to talk about whether they've actually taken out targets or not. And the No, fact- and that's all he talks, like he talks about military or his marine experience every day. Right. And it's just, it's just bizarre. And look, I'm not... You know, I don't want to, you know, degrade military people or anything, but no, you know, just, even just when Brent. He was... We're not talking about anyone else in the Marines. We're not even talking about but... people in the Navy, which I can name a few. We're just talking about Brent Hatley <laughs> specifically. But like, even when he was on Bubba on his headphones, he had like a mil- uh, Marine sticker on both sides of his headphones, and I'm like, dude, like. Do you want to just, I mean, do you have to tell people all day, every day? Apparently. I mean. Badass. I don't know. He's he's just a weird guy. And actually, I, fa- I find him fascinating. I really do. Because he's just so full of shit. <laughs> he seems like a low IQ person. And that's what I find fascinating, too. The fact that he's like, I'm on the Howard Stern show, but I'm going to quit and start a Twitch stream with my wife where we talk about fucking strangers. And he thought that that was a good business move. For three days a week, I'm going to talk about fucking strangers on Twitch. Why would I want to be on the Howard Stern show when I could be doing that? Yeah, and, and speaking of which, uh, the the clip that I sent that says Brenton doesn't understand his own platform kind of speaks to that. All right. You can't be a libertarian to suggest that you want to control the private companies. Who said that? So, no, no, dude. Twitch came to me, Shark Paws. This is not a sex talk show site. Yeah, it is. They came to me and said, "No, it's not." Radio people to come over here and do their radio shows on Twitch. Yeah, that's what they told me. They said we're good in the video game thing. We want to expand. You know how business works. Businesses want to grow and expand. Fair enough. Yes, they they came and said, "Hey, you know, we're a lot of a lot of radio folks are adapting to this platform, and and that's where we want to expand into." But I'm pretty sure they didn't come to him and say, "Hey, this is a sex talk channel, and you can you can talk all the sex stuff that you want." I just I don't believe that happened. And if it did, then whoever's representing Brent and or his contact at Twitch are just as delusional as as Mr. Hatley. Is there a market <laughs> for ugly people talking about sex? I'm not aware of this. <laughs> Because both him and his wife are not fun to look at. No, they're they're not. And you know, he he makes these outlandish claims that like Caitlin's in the like top per one percent, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, of OnlyFans, and I'm like, okay, if if you if you take the metrics and you drill it down by zip code and then block 
and then maybe building number, then maybe you're in the one percent. Maybe. All right, I got the clip yeah. here. You said that they uh, they make this claim on Bubba. Caitlin, are you killing it on on OnlyFans? Yes, um, I'm in the top one percent every month. She's in the top zero point seven one percent of all creators on OnlyFans. I mean, you're not buying really? that. <laughs> I'm not buying that either. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Well, in all fairness, like our show, Who's Right, we're in the, as far as Patreon goes, in our county, we are the top. Uh... <laughs> Dude, well, like I said, if you, if you drill it down by zip code and then and then address and then apartment number, yeah, you're probably in the top, you know, 0.07%. <laughs> we have listeners in uh, Charleston, and I've never even been to Charleston. Can you believe that? It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, you got a couple quick ones I want to play. Let's see what, what else are they talking about here. There's no cool way to blow goats for the what? record. All right, that's fun. And then uh, what's this? Why did you stick in your ass last? Oh, okay. yeah, just a couple drops. Yeah, so um, um, these people are uh, are still disgusting, and uh, they're going after you. Are you escalating this now? Are you continuing to talk about them? Is there going to be a lawsuit? What's happening with you, Patrick? Uh, so, I mean, he hasn't formally filed anything and, you know, A, he doesn't have the money to do it. Did you respond to that cease and desist and all? Absolutely. Okay. And I was just like, really? I mean, I was just like, you don't reference any legal code. You don't reference anything. And I was like, you call yourself an attorney. Uh, if you go to this guy's website, he's a slip and fall attorney. With an iPad though. With an iPad. <laughs> he said something right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, it wasn't the idea behind sketchypress.com wasn't to really go against Brent. It just happened. And, you know, we're looking to, to move on to, to other things, but, uh, man, you know, he's, like I said, he's a fascinating guy, man. And he's just full of shit all the time. And his show <laughs> sucks balls. All right. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this with us. Like I said, I checked out your show. I enjoyed it because it just seems very well produced and researched and put together. So thank you. Uh, everyone. Should Thanks go. for having me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brent Hatley has been one of our more fun targets over the past year or so. So sketchypress.com is where people can go and get the show. Thanks for coming on, Patrick. Thank you. All right. So the thing that we haven't done, Doug, is we haven't been playing stingers like we should be. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. PJ Philliam has a new song. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Cause I ain't no scared, man. The kids are crying, I don't care, man. I did it on a dare, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Gary, Indiana, 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 Gary. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Cause I ain't no scared, man. My kids are crying, I don't care, man. Yeah, man. I've been everywhere. I can't have.
have Doug from Who's Right On and not talk about Patrick Michael. This is the guy who discovered Patrick Michael for WATP. With the help of Jody B of from Poe Boys, of in course. all fairness. For sure. And I would be nowhere if it wasn't for Podcast Hitman. He he is a lifesaver when it comes to Patrick Michael shit. He's on top of it. That is for sure. So you, have, have you ever talked about either uh, Patrick Michael's podcast called Dead Bear Lounge Awesome? What? Or, what's that? No, I've never even heard of that. Okay, or uh, Patrick Michael's use of his new soundboard. Have you have you spent much time on that? What the fuck? I feel like I'm way out of the loop right now. I'm embarrassed oh, to well, say I'm I gonna, don't know what you're I'm talking I'm going to fucking bring you up to speed. Good. Thank God you're here. <laughs> okay, so this episode of Dead Bear Lounge Awesome was titled Worst Finales. Okay. It was about an hour long, and he starts off talking about stand-up comedy and stand-up comics like he always does. So number thirty-three, he's 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 talking a little bit about Brian Regan's stand-up special on Netflix, and I, I really just want to focus on how stupid this motherfucker is. <laughs> okay, it's always fun, <laughs> but you still got to think. How long has it been, Gray? You got to wonder. And how long has he been dying it? Oh my God! Okay, it in my mind, that's the same as saying. You know, we've got to figure out when Bo and Luke Duke left the Dukes of Hazard, and we also got to figure out when Coy and Vance showed up. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just one goes hand in hand with the other. If you figure one out, yeah. the other answer's right there for you. Uh, a- another example of Patrick Michael showing his education level is number 31. Now, Brian Regan is a household name, I would say. He's uh, He's... What many have called a comedian's comedian. He's 100% clean, and he, he still does very, very well. I'm talking theaters and whatever is, you know, on the same plane as theaters. <laughs> <laughs> he plays theaters, etc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just theaters. I don't know what else would be on the same plane. All right, so the rest of this is going to bounce around quite a bit. I'm not going to focus so much on how stupid he is. I mean, okay. <laughs> it's hard not to. It, th- this is about how stupid he is, but not the stupid things he says. Okay. Okay, hold on. It's not so much the stupid shit that he <laughs> says. It's him discovering his new soundboard and trying to figure out how best to utilize it. So, like you, when you use your soundboard, you're very quick, right? So... There's no dead space between you thinking, I have a clip, and then shuffling to find the clip, and then... That's right. (laughs) Right. And then figuring out how to transition out of it. So what I want you to... The rest of these clips are just (laughs) his soundboard drops. But I want you to jump... So you're saying he's doing this in real time. He's not putting this in in post, is what you're saying. But he also apparently doesn't label his clips. (laughs) So (laughs) it's... So number 45 is the setup to the rest of these. Which show is this from? Dead Bear Lounge Awesome. I haven't watched episode four yet, but in the first three episodes, things were weird. Many things were weird. I'm going to smash the fucking granny out of the house. You see what I mean? Most of the things were weird. Sometimes I hit these buttons, couldn't tell you what it's going to be. Nope. All right. Maybe I am lying. Perhaps I am lying, but hey. Turn down for what? 
Um, <laughs> if you're, I feel bad for anybody who comes and finds these fucking shows. I feel bad for you, but this is great for me. I'm having a great time. It'd be weird if I was like this. Stinks. I'm not into it, but I am. And you know what, Jack? You got a problem. See me high noon. Is that a line from the movie, You Got a Problem? No. (laughs) None of this has anything to do with the sound that he plays. (laughs) And I love Uh, that he realizes while he's doing this show, I haven't heard this yet, so this is not new to me. He realizes while he's doing the show that it's not good. And he goes, I feel bad for anyone who's listening to this because it sucks, but I still enjoy it. Why? That's what I want you to explain, Patrick Michael. You're doing something that sucks that you don't want anyone to hear. You're uploading to the internet. Why? What's the reasoning for that? So I, I took the liberty of of pulling a clip for you to use on your soundboard. It's number forty six. I appreciate that. If you're, uh, I feel bad for anybody who comes and finds these fucking shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I'll <laughs> pop that over on this board over here. All right. Very good. Okay. So in this, in number thirty five, he's talking about some documentary about Biggie Smalls and Biggie's mom was apparently upset that Biggie had died. So I'm sure it was emotional. <laughs> okay. And yet still not finding out who the murderer was. I mean, I just, I just feel like you're putting all this money. Yeah, <laughs> that's very appropriate. Um, I don't know if you guys right. knew this, but uh, earlier this week, there was a terrible tragedy in Georgia where eight women were murdered. <laughs> All right. Uh, another talking about, uh, still talking about Biggie Smalls. There was another rapper who sued Biggie Smalls and said that he couldn't use that name anymore, which is why Biggie Smalls went to Notorious B.I.G. Mm-hmm. Number 40. Nobody knows who you are, so technically I would say he's allowed to be Biggie Smalls regardless. You can't touch this. (laughs) Come on! (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, if they really wanted to, they could have went to court. This is the best show he's ever done. This is amazing. (laughs) This is art. This should be a college course about podcasting. Just this show. Uh, so so th- this sound effect seems somewhat appropriate when he's talking he's back to talking about Biggie's mom and and she's upset and he doesn't understand how why she's still grieving or whatever number 39 but then again that is the way some people grieve okay so some people do it differently and you can't blame them for that Especially family. You don't know how everyone's going. His soundboard was drowning him out. He didn't know it was still right. He has no idea how long the sound is that he's playing. <laughs> That's amazing. He's getting interrupted by his own soundboard. There, there's another example of that. Number 44 is, is an example of him not knowing how long the sound is. She has crazy in her eyes. How do you not see it? How do you not see the crazy? It's right there. All I know is, sure, she's a great actor. What was even the point of that sound? What, what, were we, what was going on there? 
what's the what's the point of any of these sounds? They're not adding to his point. Well, the MC especially... Hammer one was pretty good, but other than that, they've been a little ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, number 38. I love two of the earlier clips. Sorry, Doug. I love two that he's talking about a mother grieving her child and pretty much blaming her for the grief. Like, listen, I mean, some people grieve longer than they should. Like, you know, it is their son, so maybe it's appropriate. Like, what the fuck? Kind of okay. So, to, to that, I here's what I think I think he has a bullet point that he knows he wants to talk about. Okay. And then he ha- he knows that he's trying to figure out how to play these sounds. So he, I don't think he's able to think about this and how it's going to transition to this. So his words aren't necessarily making sense. Number 38, and it and it goes along with the Biggie Smalls mom and, and her still being upset that, uh, uh, that her son died. And he is, I think he's just trying to figure out how to lead into it. And his choice of words... I found to be really interesting. But again, the real the real humor for me was when his mom talked about him. Because you were like, what the hell? Is she still mad at him? He's dead. Like, you know, clocks clocks ran out for you to be upset. That's the real humor for him? Right, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the humor for me is the grieving mother. I mean, it's really, it's just the funniest fucking part of the show. You got to watch it. And then he hits the bell, which starts around and says the clock's out. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's over. Wait, what? Uh, so at some point in the conversation, he, so he was talking about the Woody Allen documentary. And then he, he went off on some sound effects thing. Number 47 is him trying to come out of that. By the way, thanks for not telling me just to play these clips however I wanted to. I appreciate that. Doing a bang-up job as usual. Anyways, things can run amok. And, you know, we were talking about the Woody Allen documentary, but truth is, I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) Truth is, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Man, this soundboard is (laughs) making it... Way more difficult for him to podcast than usual. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. It was dis- easy to pick up on. very distracted by it. It's almost like that time when he, he was doing a show. He's like, hey, guys, just so you know, I'm playing a video game, and I'm also listening to a podcast in my other ear. It's like, you don't need to multitask. <laughs> you should probably just focus on one task at a time. Get someone to run the soundboard. Get Trey Peacock to run the soundboard for you because you're having a really difficult time to do doing both things. So so I, I did keep in mind it's about an hour long episode. Yeah. The first half hour is where I pulled all of these clips from. Okay. And then at the half hour mark, he just starts watching a, a watch mojo video on YouTube of the worst finales. Okay. I, I didn't pull anything from that because it's just him listening to a YouTube video. You don't find that to be engaging. <laughs> <laughs> I I I won't watch watch Mojo videos, right. nor will I listen to somebody watch one. By the way, speaking of that, I do uh, I did spin the wheel of consequences on the creep off, and I have to watch Cuties three times in a row, and I will be live streaming myself watching <laughs> Cuties. And I wish that weren't a real thing, but it is. Yeah, that sounds like a, a pretty shitty format. So you watching cuties brings me to our sponsor, Spunk Lube. If you need... <laughs> Go ahead and throw out your promo code, Doug. It's fine. 
I've I've got I think another seven or eight examples of more of these uh, bad sound effects. Let's if do you it. Want I can't if, get enough. All right, number thirty-six is uh, him. This was a follow-up to one of them you played earlier, but you'll get the context. We still don't know who killed him. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> right? That's all I'm wondering is what are we doing? <laughs> Throwing a parade, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he he spent a lot of time talking about the the death of Biggie. Yeah. And he... The humorous he part says, is what his mom found out. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that was that was great. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could have been there when the cops came to her door. That would have been so fucking funny. Comedy gold. I'm still laughing. <laughs> uh, number 37 is in reference to Biggie. Yeah, we gotta, we're gotta. we still really trying to figure out who did this. Nobody did that. Aww. Notorious B.I.G. was the subject of this documentary. Patrick, label your fucking drops, you moron. I'm sorry, I got distracted. That's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> Uncle Sammy Poo posted in the Discord. I watched Cuties and all I got was this lousy erection <laughs> t-shirt. All right. I'll stop looking over there. Uh, more examples, please, Doc. Please. Oh, uh, we'll go with number. You know what? Just pick one. No, number 43. <laughs> 31. 43. 43. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, Carl, it's your show. <laughs> Even when she was in Movies playing oh, like Cruella de Vil. It's like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying that she's not. <laughs> I, love, I, I can't get enough of this. I might have to do a live commentary. Just listen to this whole half an hour straight through. This is great. Um, so this one, he got the context right. Okay. But then he immediately backpedals after playing the clip, number 48. Damn it. Okay, I need to go to the actual authorities. Somebody who can actually stop this. Right? Somebody that can put an end to this. Finish him! Now, how... <laughs> I'm, of course, joking in the way of finishing him, but my point is... is oh, he fucking <laughs> nailed it! <laughs> he finally nailed it! He was too proud of himself. Okay, so... After all the sound effects, all the documentary talk, he starts getting into the TV finales part of the show. Okay. That he has done no prep for. He doesn't know which ones he's going to discuss, so he he opens up his internet browser to start typing in worst TV finales so he can read from somebody's <laughs> list and commentate on it. <laughs> Perfect. Something he you gets could a little have Googled bit, beforehand, but yeah. He gets a little bit distracted, number 49. Okay, and right now we're going to take a look at what the internet has to provide us in the in the sense of, hey, do you guys, what does the internet say is the worst TV endings in history? All right. Okay, so the first thing that I just see that popped up when I opened my YouTube is this guy, Jared Dines. He just posted this thing five days ago from a band called Scion, and the, epi uh, the song is The Blade. It's lost. The answer is lost. Why is he YouTubing shit? What's going on right now? So more importantly than what you what you perceive as the worst finale. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that he just starts talking about bands that have posted songs. Right, because he opened up YouTube and YouTube will curate the content for you. So, you know, he just goes out there and he's like, oh, what is Tucker Carlson talking about this week? <laughs> I just do that out there for the yo is this racist people so they can... Explain what a white supremacist I am. 
All right. Yeah. So we, we can wrap them up. I don't, I don't know that there's any more good sounds. Number 41 is him talking about the Woody Allen documentary. But I guess really what I want to talk about next is this crazy Woody Allen documentary. And I would say much like most of the people that are. <laughs> this is really incredible. <laughs> All right. I want to try this doggy. Are you ready for this? Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to look at what I'm hitting. I just want to talk about random topics with you. So Doug, I came on your show not too long ago, had a little debate with uh, Anthony. You're a stupid dumbass. And uh, Anthony, Anthony and I were talking about uh, advertising. What did you think about that conversation, Doug? Oh, I thought it was horrible and I hated to be a part of it. Who fucking cares? <laughs> well, I mean, you could say that, but I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, there was that time when Doug said that stupid thing. You're not charismatic. This is working out way too well. I know. I'm literally not looking at my board. I'm just hitting fucking buttons. It's because my board's good. Damn it. Who gives a shit? Who yeah. gives a fuck? <laughs> You, you know what it is, is that you didn't leave all the default sounds on there. That's why. <laughs> You're right. I actually curated interesting things. Uh, home those. run. Call me a home run. <laughs> and now I'm clicking shit and I'm opening apps on my head because I'm not looking. All right. I, guess. I bet I bet you don't even have the foghorn sound, do you? Um, The foghorn? You mean uh, something like this? <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. How dare you? How dare what the you fuck call, am I think? How dare you call my soundboard? <laughs> you are wrong about that. And I gotta wonder. Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? Huh? Because ah, I can't fucking take it. Right, this is my next show that I do. When, when everyone leaves me, Crozier doesn't want to come over anymore. Producer Chris hates me. It's just gonna be me sitting by myself and fucking playing my doing ad libs with your drops. <laughs> It's going to be great. About you this. fucking know all about this shit. I sure do, Alex. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out and being so well prepared. As always, I appreciate it. We have done it all today. We talked about, yo, is this racist? The answer is yes. It was racist. We talked about my bookie. We had a cringe of the week. We talked to Adam Goldstein.info, Manscaped, SketchyPress.com, Patrick Michael. So you know what that means. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The This is the part of the show where we play a little clip to get people excited about next week's episode of WATP. That's why we call it the teaser. It teases people a little bit. You're not going to be able to hear it right now, but if you're patient and you wait seven days, you can then listen to it. And here's my teaser. His Cobra Commander is going to rock ya. His Yakov Smurf is going to shock ya. Then he's going to make with the Waka Waka. It's Kevin's Funny Voices. <laughs> it sounds like a gay porno in here. I don't know what podcast we're reviewing, but Kevin's back. For a regular episode, which I'm excited about. It's been a long time since we've had my original co-host, Kevin, on the show. Doug, from Who's Right, you can support Doug on Patreon. Listen to his show. Doug, what's going on in Who's Right these days? Same old shit, Carl. I I never have an update for you. It's always the same conversations over and over and over (laughs) ad nauseum. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, but the Patreon content's great, right? And worth paying for. Yeah. <laughs> you learned how to plug shit from Kaya, didn't you? Every time Kaya's out here, I'm like, all right, so the official podcast, God, it sucks. Don't even listen. They're like, fine, what are you doing? Oh, oh fuck. I, I've been on here fucking 15 times. All your listeners go back and listen to the back shit. Yeah, that's true. They know they can go to www.whosrightpodcast.com. See, there, there I did. You go. You'd be surprised to hear that I actually do get new listeners from time to time. It's not just the same people. Right, but they'll eventually go back and listen to your old shit. That's I, right. I don't want to be that... Like, I, I don't want to come on here and just say over and over and over again because it gets annoying. No, it doesn't. Plug your shit. That's why you're here. You put so much work into this. You sent me over 50 clips, which I was like, oh, it's going to be a lot. But uh, it worked out great. What a fun episode this was today. Thank you, Doug. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me, Carl. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits. Of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. That's Fucking thing sucks. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Subreddit News with correspondent Abroad. Turbo 7049 writes, Great episode. Croge is the Dave Grohl to Carl's Kurt Cobain. Except Carl can't sing for shit, but he should still make out with the business end of a shotgun. Or Croge is Paul McCartney to Carl's John Lennon, and Andy's George Harrison, except Carl still can't sing for shit and Patrick Michael is going to murder him. Reality Stimulator posts, I chuckle every time I drive past Kroger now. Kroger Fan 1 shares this, I'm no longer a Kroger fan. I am now a What's-Her-Name fan. Uh, look here, man, opines. This episode got a lot better after they moved on from the featured podcast. Carl, man... You need to stop doing religious podcasts because you go full Reddit neckbeard atheist every time. Also, you should stop sucking up to Nanakumia because he's probably going to ask to borrow money from you soon. But fat-ass tight pants responds with, You're nuts. The Flat Earth stuff was fun and a nice departure from the unlistenable dog shit they've reviewed lately. This might be a double-listen episode for me. Gamron WV says, Carl, I don't like your bigoted, roundest attitude. Check yourself. Chico Ruizing writes, Finally, Andy returned, and it was spectacular. How many super chats will it take to get another of them cockroach suits in Andy's size? S-Dog8i has this. Alex Jones is always good content for WATP. Please do more regular Alex Jones updates. Also, How Did This Get Made was a brilliant segment. Dead Eric. How Did This Get Made is good fodder. Paul and June are such left-wing, almost-famous Hollywooders. 
Paul's cringe three-format apology was such beta energy. Don't know why Jason hasn't ditched them for an actually funny set of friends. And poor old Baby Butters confesses, that apology almost made me vomit. Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. Dad was proud. He didn't care how. What is happening, my friend? Hi, Carl. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are those uh, 28 G's treating you, Casey? They're great. Would you like me to read some reviews? <laughs> I sure would. It's way too much energy. Can you rub your boobs on the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting steamy over here. <laughs> it's a little racy. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy and racy. Watch out. Uh, hey, Casey. Hey, Carl. Can you hear me? I can. Yay. How's it going? All right. Sorry. I had, I had to turn off push to talk again. It's okay. Um, hey, Carl. How are you? I'm doing well. How was your canoe trip last week? Oh, it was it was great. I saw some uh, monkeys. I don't know if you know that there's monkeys in Florida. Wait a second. Are we talking about the same thing right now? Because they're, they're everywhere, Casey. <laughs> this is a problem. No. Um, so someone released uh, Scarlet Macaques on the Silver River. So they just like live out there now. No shit. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, we got to our campsite on the Aquawaha and it was like full of monkeys. <laughs> Casey, I'm very glad to have you back on the show. Vic was supposed to be on the show today, too. And then she just texted us and said that I, I don't know what's going on with her. She's available. Yeah, she doesn't want to be on. Whatever. <laughs> uh, any new reviews that we should talk about? Yeah. Um, but just so you know, I got my first COVID vaccine. Congrats. So I might actually be um, full of nanobots now that might be transmitting the show straight to the New World Order. Bill so. Gates is listening to the show right now. Do you hear that, everybody? That's exciting. It was fine. It kind of sucked, actually. But let's keep the uh, alt right nonsense to the hosts, please. I'll be spewing the nonsense around here. All right. I appreciate it, but it's kind of my okay. Job. I have a lot of reviews. <laughs> okay, find the best ones. Okay, terrible. Just straight up not funny. I'm all for some critiquing of other podcasts, especially in the name of humor. But wow, this is bad. The hosts play short clips from other podcasts and then make fun of their voices. And that's about it. Don't bother. You know what's funny about that review? I'm sure it's a one star. But if I saw that, I would listen to the show. I'd be like, well, it just sounds like it might be funny. Yeah. <laughs> they just make fun of yeah, their voices. Yeah, it's, it's an advertisement. You should use that as your... Um, Maybe I'll put player. it on a t-shirt. I'll put it on a mug. People don't want to drink out of something that talks about how shitty podcasts are. <laughs> Doesn't translate well. Yeah, that was a one star review. All right. Next one, awful. I'd rather pour a marinara sauce into both my ear canals and listen to this podcast ever again. I guess you're not popular amongst Italians. That's not a five-star? No, it is a one-star review. <laughs> what marinara sauce? I've never heard of that before. It's so random. It's offensive to well, marinara. That, 
that is a i mean that's a like i give that review five stars though you that was do. a good review <laughs> yeah, you know like that's it's, it's creative short and sweet very concise yeah yeah delicious q-tip yeah all right <laughs> producer chris, i just walked but i just walked producer chris <laughs> Uh, all right, go ahead. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Flaccid by Flacido Domingo. This host lost his tumescence years ago and now takes out his incel ire on other unsuspecting podcasts. He attempts to pleasure himself to the likes of Patty Seacups to no avail, further driving his rage. His refusal to get his severely deviated septum fixed is a fuck you to his listeners who have to listen to him pronounce phrases like come on and as cub odd sad. All right, what's great about this, and I shouldn't even say this because we already got the buck tooth and club foot thing going. I do have a severely deviated septum. This is true. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Go figure, right? Who would have guessed? Shocking. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Here, let me turn push to talk off because it times out when I'm reading these and I have to repress it. Give me one second, Carl. All right. Take your time there, Casey. We only have pros on this show, Doug. I, I'm sure that you're the same way on who's right. I, I actually assumed she was just going to come on and say, why don't you just read whichever reviews you want? <laughs> yeah, Carl. Why don't you do that? All right. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Next one. These guys are annoying at best. They clearly don't actually analyze the podcasts they tear apart. Just make, play clips out of context and say how horrible it is. Get a life, guys. It's almost like it's a comedy show where we're just trying to make jokes. All right. <laughs> yeah. Star review. Do we get any like positive reviews? What's going there's on here lately? No, I feel like there's we're getting ones coming. we're getting crushed there with negative go. reviews. Well, the flaccid guy was funny. Ah, that's true. <laughs> Here's one. Dumb host and devoid of content by Carl's Club Feet. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Carl, the show's host, must love the sound of his own voice. He inflates the show's length with an absurd number of segments, but rarely has anything of interest to fill them. He'll play a mundane clip or two, call someone an idiot or make fun of their voice, then move on. Despite English being his first and almost certainly only language, (laughs) half of the time it's clear that Carl misunderstands the podcast he listens to when he incorrectly paraphrases the clip's content and makes fun of what he thought was said. Carl also loves getting sidetracked, talking about old bands that nobody's cared about in a decade, reporting (laughs) on football news, or revealing embarrassingly uninformed political takes. There's no meat here. Don't bother listening. That's a good, that's a fun review. I like that one. So that, that was five stars, right? Of course. You have to listen to a lot of episodes to know that I talk about all of those things. So anyway, yeah, I like that. That's when I talk about shitting all over us in the comment section, that's a perfect example that that's creative Mm -hmm. and fun. I like it. I give that review five. Very good. All right. The review girl likes the review. Good job, buddy. Yeah amazing podcast if only they would okay physical appearance doobie doobie doo is a male anthropomorphic great dane with brown fur and a head of black hair doobie wears yellow pants held up by a belt with a d on it presumably for doobie or do over a frilly white long sleeve shirt doobie wears a purple coat jacket 
on his neck, Doobie sports a lavish yellow collar with what appears to be diamonds along the side. With a wig, with a wig Scooby looks identical. Personality, he is a confident singer and showman. History shows the new Scooby-Doo mystery Scooby was kidnapped while posing as Doobie Doobie because of his collar. What the fuck is That's going it. on right now? What just happened I have to my no show? Idea. Why am I, I so lost? I don't really know. That was a fever dream. All that right. Was a five-star <laughs> review. <laughs> All right, well, Doobie Doo then. Yep. Scooby Dooby Doo. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I've got to ask. I'm curious. Why did you pick that one to read? <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. I needed. I had to read it. I wanted you guys to hear it because <laughs> I looked at it. I had to take in that information. I needed to share that distress that I felt with someone else. It was five hours. So it's, it's just it's just one of those cases where you suffered through it and you wanted to make sure everybody else did too. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Doug, you can tell your review girls to read the reviews that you want them to read, but don't start talking to my <laughs> review girl. <laughs> Do you need a review girl, Doug? No. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said, why? Do you know someone? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um this will be the last one. Totally disrespectful. Dis, uh, sorry. Totally disrespectful by totally not Pol Pot. Wow. These guys really do not understand how the patriarchy works to subvert women's interests. Paris Hilton is a role model for many young women, and they are just jealous of her success and fame. Nice. What's next? Racist remarks and Holocaust denial? Who are these podcasts? <laughs> the Holocaust wasn't real. Disavow. <laughs> good idea uh yeah. that's a five star i imagine of course very nice very nice well thank you casey for reading those hi this is yeah. high pitch eric and you're listening to who are these podcast chinese people smell how did i not play that one earlier all right let's bang through some voicemails real quick shall we Hey, yes. Carl, in the last episode uh crows played that whole about thing from canada and you said to email him at croge at WATP.org. Um, I don't care that he made fun of Canadians. I mean, half my family's Canadian and they talk funny. But how the fuck are you supposed to spell Croge? K-R-O-U-Z-H. That is correct. K-R-A-U-S. I don't know, man. There's yep. the silent Q in there. <laughs> you nailed it. See, it's not that hard. You thought it was difficult, but it's not. I thought it was K-R-O-G. Kroger? Isn't that his name? Yeah, I, all those email addresses work. I've, I've registered all of them at WATP.org. <laughs> they all work. Carl, that Paul Shear clip with that apology was so gay. It is so gay that I am now gay and I'm dying from the late stages of AIDS. Oh, call me back. <laughs> or actually, don't call me back because I'll be dead from AIDS. Yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that's a funny voicemail right there mm -hmm. yeah Paul Shear is killing people because he's he's making people gay and now they have AIDS this is a real problem I think we should address it here on this show hey Carl it's Meredith I just was calling about the conspiracy theorist podcast that you uh, had on the last episode and my husband and I listened to it together we are both huge on conspiracy theories we love all that stuff and, you know, I felt like they were making some fucking points here, but they were so 
fucking retarded that they couldn't articulate any of it. So, you know, if you're going to make a podcast about conspiracy theories, maybe you should know what the fuck you're talking about so you don't sound like a fucking retard. So they just completely, you know, did a disservice to the entire community of people who are interested in this sort of stuff and uh, just ruined it for everybody. But, you know, we we agreed with a lot of what they were saying, but they were so fucking stupid. They couldn't articulate any of it. It was pathetic. But anyway... Thanks, Carl. Love you. Bye. Meredith, they were flat earthers. <laughs> You're surprised they sounded stupid and couldn't articulate their points? They were flat earthers. Shocking. Carl, she agrees with them. You're trying to reason with her. <laughs> Good point. Oh, man. My problem with those flat earthers is that they couldn't explain their position very well. Well, <laughs> right. Okay. Shocking. Fuck you, Andy. Fuck you for telling them to go to California. He's coming to Detroit. He's coming to fucking Detroit. Yes, I was actually, I went on the Eric Zane show on uh, Friday morning talking about potentially going to Detroit. I want to go, I want to do a live show in Detroit potentially, but I don't know if Michigan is open or will be open. So that's one of the things holding me back. But, you know, maybe we'll go out to Dallas. I'm getting a lot of Dallas, getting a lot of Nashville. So we'll see. Jacksonville. Would you come if we went to Jacksonville, Casey? Yeah. Because yeah, I go to Jacksonville. I did a live show not that far from your home, you. and you did not come to see me. So I'm not buying Jacksonville's this. a lot closer. Okay. <laughs> God, I've been to Jacksonville once in my life. I swore I would never go back there again. It's a shithole. Well, well, what part? Jacksonville is literally all of Duval County. It uh, is a gigantic city. Well, I'll tell you which part it was. It was the part that looks like Springfield from The Simpsons. It was a giant nuclear site, and it looked like Armageddon. Okay. So we're Jacksonville. going to Jacksonville? <laughs> South Jacksonville. <laughs> well, I haven't been to South Jacksonville. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Jack's... Did you go to Jack's Beach? Jack's Beach. Fair enough. <laughs> you know what I like about this show, Carl, is there's no pressure to keep the show moving. <laughs> You notice that? None whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, Carl has to edit it anyway. Yeah, and it's not like I have to pee really bad or anything, so we'll just fucking shoot the shit for a while. Why not? The yeah. edit tomorrow's going to be longer well, than the show. Well, if you ever find yourself in central Kansas, make sure you look me up. I'll be happy to come talk to you. <laughs> hey, Carl. Two questions. Have you ever eaten fast food in a building with no electricity? And it's a hot dog or sandwich. <laughs> both both great questions that we'll get into on next week's WATP. <laughs> Kevin and I will break that down. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, hey, this is a guy who likes you, Doug. I didn't know this existed, but apparently it does. Hey, Carl. It's Bagaroo Fucknut here. I just wanted to call and say that I've pulled my patronage to who's right. Because the color last week was just making such stellar points. On a completely unrelated note, there was a really good episode of Who's Right a couple of months ago. Um, he had David Weiss on the show, and it was <laughs> – the David Weiss was like 9-11 denying everything the entire fucking episode. Like, they wanted to talk about Flat Earth, and he just kept saying that the 9-11 was CGI and shit. And, uh, and Doug and Anthony were, like, nice enough to let him use the camera – and he just put up, like, a big green screen with a QR code with a fucking ad for his app that he kept showing the whole fucking episode. It was great. Anyway, call me back. Doug, comment? 
Uh, he was mostly right. We were trying to not, we wanted to have a flat earth expert on and our stick, the way we do things. We wanted to try to avoid talking about flat earth through the whole episode. Uh-huh. So we started with conspiracy theories, which led to 9-11, which that's where we spend the, the most of the episode. And then he forced his way into flat earth conversation. So you had David Weiss on. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I got to go back and check that out. Flat Earth X. That's just what I say to make it sound like we got a good guest. No, David Weiss. I don't know if there's hosts a... the Flat Earth podcast. Dick and I reviewed that show on a crossover. He's been yeah, on the I'm Dick aware. show. I'm aware, Carl. I'm talking I just to Doug. Is the right term? I understand. No, Doug was just being self-deprecating, and I was saying that I thought oh. it was a good get. Was my point. I know you can't be an expert on something that isn't real. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what would be great is if I could have both you and Casey on my next episode of Who's Right, so you could just explain on the backside all the jokes that I attempt to make. <laughs> I don't even get most of them, so I don't know if that'll work. Uh, Ray Romano. Monkeys, Carl. Carl. Monkeys. <laughs> Chicken. Get it? Chicken. Ray Romano called into the show. Hey, this is Ray, and uh, I just wanted to call and say I'm a Patreon member, and I want to suck your cock, and, you know, like, you know, the normal stuff that gets you played in the voicemail segment, and, uh, yeah, um, I know you say 45 seconds, but I know uh, if I ramble on for a little bit, maybe I'll get played. I think it's uh, very nice that you have these people just calling and be like, hey, I'm a guy. It's kind of uh, refreshing. I'm going to fast forward just, a bit. Like, you, you make yourself sound a lot cooler than the people you're making fun of, and I, I like that. Uh, well, my voice is kind of giving out right now. It's kind of hard <laughs> it is to changing. keep talking as I do, rambling on. Like I do. Uh, Ray, this is Brad well, Garrett. Fuck you. I hope you guys are doing well and, you know, enjoying life and keep listening to those podcasts and trying to find out who they are and go fuck yourself and call me back. I took a minute out of that, Chris. I fast-forwarded a minute for you. I jumped ahead. It was a little too long. 45 seconds, please. Yeah. I love when voicemails have a premise with no payoff. That it always ends great. <laughs> hey, this yeah, is Ray Romano, and I don't make jokes. Well, you should. It would have been so. It really was Ray. <laughs> yeah, it was just like the real Ray Romano. Uh, hey, this is a response to the uh, professional drone pilot. Um, I happen to be a freestyle drone pilot, and I would like to let you know that you're a whimpering pussy, and the FAA can suck my fat nuts. Uh, fuck the feds. And we'll fly however the fuck we want. Call me back. I 100% agree with that gentleman. Thank you so much for calling in. Fuck the FAA. Hey, Carl. Um, listen to all these episodes. People haven't brought up Weezer in a while, and I know you're excited to hear about it. Everybody's talking about Blue Album this, Pinkerton that. Well, I'm talking about putting two in the Pinkerton, baby. Ayo! <laughs> That was a perfect voicemail. It was a perfect voicemail. It even made producer Chris laugh, and he hates this segment. Was that Rivers Cuomo? That was Rivers, yes. Uh, Guy from Vegas who I made fun of. Oh, so remember last week 
I played this guy's voicemails and I was like, this is 4 a.m. Vegas time. And he's obviously blackout oh, drunk yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's no way he remembers mm-hmm. this. He claims that he remembers it all. So, yeah. Hey, Carl. It's that guy that does that. Hey, I'm Kyle. And uh, to be honest, I was putting off listening to the past couple of episodes because I didn't want to hear my voicemail because I did remember. Uh, was fucked up. Thanks for telling everybody I'm from Las Vegas and shit. Anyways. Uh, go fuck yourself. Smooches. I'm not doxing you by saying you're from Las Vegas. It's a, it's a big city. <laughs> All right. So me as a private investigator, and I'm going to try to track this guy down. I'm yeah. going to show up to Las Vegas and say, I'm looking for a drunk guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good point. All right. Last voicemail that I wanted to play for everybody here. Hey, Carl, or whatever intern is listening to this. Just trying to uh, mention that you always talk about um, editing this out in post, but I don't think you have ever actually edited anything out in post. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Listen, asshole. <laughs> yeah. I've sat through <laughs> all of this garbage. Not all of it, but most of it. He takes a lot out. Like, producer Chris said so much anti-Semitic shit this episode. <laughs> you won't hear any of that in the final version of this. Oh, I worked hard on that. I know. There's some of it was pretty funny. Honestly, you're gonna I, leave in the part where you mentioned black. You're doing blackface, though, right? Uh, listen, Casey. I now I gotta take that out too. See what you did to me? That'll be on Carl's <laughs> comedy classics. <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> um, yeah. So I make it a point to take out when I say I'm gonna take shit out. Do I really leave that in a lot? Because I really, honestly, make a point not to. Because I feel like that's a hack thing to do. No I joke, I think your edit takes longer than the show. It does. It takes much longer than the show. <laughs> well, you're doing it wrong, then. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, that's all we got. Casey, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Casey. It, thanks for the update on your canoe trip and the monkeys. <laughs> thanks, <Cool>. Doug. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, thanks so much, buddy. Always great to have you on and talk to you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. See you. This is it. It's over. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Hey, bye. Goodbye. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here.